The Bostonian is Matt Peralt. This is our f- city. The book is Dave Sherapan. Pay him. Pay that man his money. Together, they are the Bostonian versus the book. You covered. You covered. Twelve. I covered. Follow the show on Twitter at Boston versus the book. How do you like them, Matt? Bringing you the best insight on sports betting news, Matt and Dave's daily picks, and an entertaining and unfiltered dive into the sports betting industry. Here's Dave Sherapan and Matt Peralt. And here we go. Everybody, what's going on? Welcome into the Bostonian versus the book. Don't we look good? Look at the overlay we got rolling here. A holiday themed overlay. Our guy Sonic doing that for us here today. Dave Sherapan, Matt Peralt, Halloween 2023 on a little bit later than normal because of Dave had a doc. Everything's good. We're all good there. You guys are watching live on YouTube and Twitter. If you're in the live chat, Get after it today. We, we, we've been following this. Dave and I figured out some different things on the replays on how to watch the live chat while you're watching it on replay on YouTube. Yep. Keep that chat rolling for us. Twitter as well. I know you guys write on Twitter. We don't see it very often, but we try to. I promise you we try to see what you guys are posting to us on Twitter. But We do. Replay on Sports Grid TV. Replay on SiriusXM. How are you, sir? Happy Halloween. Are you wearing a Yo! MTV Raps shirt for a costume or just because you like the shirt? No, oh, I just wore this to, well, I like the shirt. No, the costume comes later. The the, the kids are on the costume. Oh. We got uh, we got something planned. I walked into the house after the appointment. I don't know what's going on down there. Oh. They said, how'd everything go? I said, I think it went okay. And inevitably, uh, mother-in-law said, is the brain still there? Yes, it's still there. So really, that's that, that's at least yep. That's a, that's a good start. Everything's fine. Halloween is today. That umbrella hat looks outstanding, sir. That <laughs> Don't really off. know what to do with this. To be quite honest, I don't even remember why I have to wear this. I've, I can't remember the bet I lost. Some game, something I said. I don't know what I said, but it worked for Halloween, so I appreciate it. I didn't know what I was going to wear today, so I was like, I was looking online, like. Is there an umbrella hat costume? And there really isn't. It's no. just the ridiculousness of this hat. Yeah. That was created, I guess, in like the 1900s. Was by it a really? Guy, by a guy in England who wow. didn't like to golf when it got rained on. So this was This was a way to avoid he could play golf with a thing on his head without having to worry about getting rained on. I absolutely love it. That's <laughs> so this, great. That's you need that. Like in Vegas, you don't need it for the rain. You need it for the sun. Could you imagine if I walked outside to go pick up Madeline with this thing on my I head? I think you absolutely <laughs> should walk to school and pick her up like that. Everybody would be talking about her dad. Right. Right. Hey, <laughs> what's, what's his problem? wrong? Maddie, what do you, you mean? All right? Yeah. What's wrong? I'm just wearing a hat. Oh, I think it would be a Hall of Famer. People will remember. Oh, they would. There's no debate. I was up there today. <laughs> What's the best thing about this holiday? Kids love this thing. Every little kid in that school all decked out the classroom, the teachers, everyone all decked. What's your favorite thing about Halloween? It's so much fun. I I don't know. I didn't really like it that much as a kid. And then having kids and I'm married to a Halloween family. 
I mean, uh, okay. this is this this is what this is their Picasso. They are they do all kinds of stuff. They're Super Bowl. Uh, yeah, this is this is they are uh, they're all in, and it started with you know we had a little one, and then we had another little one, and we started dressing up with family costumes. I think it's the fun of being something else. Like, I don't know. Is it the candy? What's the, what, what, what is it for you? I think it's the imagination of it all. Yeah. I, I, I think because it's, you know, there's only two holidays. Would you can, so St. Patrick's day is an Irish holiday, but everybody celebrates it. So it's like that's universal or is it, more about Irish people, do you think? I think it's more about Irish people myself. Okay, so, like, but- Easter is a Christian holiday, right? You know, uh, so we we don't have too many of these. Like, we have Thanksgiving and we have Halloween. Yep. There's no tie, although there has been in history ties to religion or paganism when it comes to Halloween. There's nothing that, like no one's going to church on Halloween. Like it's, it's the, the, there's no tie. Uh, to it's religion. a different kind of church, but right? Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> right? Yeah, <laughs> you're going you know, south and north, but like yeah. that. So that I think brings people together. Everyone can have you know, a chance to dress up and you get to see what people like, get to see what people's minds are like, you know, people mm-hmm. who have dark personalities tend to, you know, do things. Madeline's an evil witch today. That's her costume at school. And so, uh, you know, but her best friend is Taylor Swift, dressed up as Taylor Swift. Oh, so okay. What her interest is. So it's just, that I think is fun. The imagination of it all, the candy side of it's kind of neat too, obviously, but you know, that's one of those situations where, as a parent, you just go, all right, go ahead. Like <laughs> all rules. Oh, yeah. Just whatever you want to do, go ahead. Eat until you're, you know, you can't get off the couch. <laughs> <laughs> Did you just say that out loud? It's like, I mean, I guess so. It's a fun holiday. Let's it's just, a fun holiday. It, that's, it's that's, fun. That's I don't like dressing up. I'm not a very big dressing up person. It's, it's, it's fun to do it. I, I get why people love doing it. I just don't enjoy that idea of like, I don't need Mm. to put on makeup and I don't need to put on outfits and like, I don't know. So that's Halloween is never, I don't like creepy things either. And I really don't like being scared. So I don't like people who like spooky stuff. Love Halloween. I'm not really a big spooky person. Like, have you ever been in a haunted house? Of course. Yeah. Haunted hayrides. One time, one time for me, I'm 53. I went to one haunted house. Scared the crap out of me. Wanted like to fight everybody. I said, "Adult one or like again. a just like a kitty one." I was like ten. Oh, 10 or so, 11. so a kitty one. You got scared. Okay, never. The adult again. ones in Vegas. There, there are some here in Vegas that are oh. like legitimately Hollywood level production. Yeah, not for me. Scare the living hell out of you. There's a corn maze up by you. Yeah, there's a corn. The corn maze that, that I've heard. It's really creepy. Yeah, I'm good. No thanks. I'm good. I don't like any of that stuff. No thanks. I like dressing up, you know, dressed up so many different things over the years. Um, I'm good. I don't need to be scared. You know, life's scary enough. I, I agree. I agree. Ah! I, no. I, I don't. Fear is the emotion I don't like, and I don't want to pay somebody to make me feel that emotion. <laughs> yeah. So I always say to people, why don't you like horror, mil- horror movies? Hate them. I don't know. 
What's the thing you don't like to feel? And why are you pushing yourself into it? You must like to feel scared because I don't like to feel scared. (laughs) I don't like to fear, you know, have that fear of that emotion in me. So why am I asking you to put that inside of me? No, thank you. I'm going somewhere else. (laughs) I'm doing something else with my time. I've got other things to do (laughs) than to run around. How about anything? Like almost anything. Almost anything, right. I agree. Almost almost anything. I'm good. I don't need that. Yes. So, so I don't know. Ask the do, chat. You guys like being scared or what you, your favorite thing about Halloween is? Put it in the chat. We got a bunch of people in here again. Happy Halloween to everybody. Thank you. Like, subscribe. You guys are doing an unbelievable job. We're getting almost 100 likes a day. 100 likes a day. What is that? A crackle? 100 grand. <laughs> 100 grand. 100 grand. This is this is the grown up. This is the bigger version of a crackle. I love hundred grand bars. Then you like crackles then because they're very simple. I do like crackles, but they I mean they're not a top five, but they're yes, they they're, they're an outlier. Oh, they're, they're an outlier. The, the, they're like the, the pack twelve this, this is, year in the in the in the ratings. They're, the, they're, this they're, is top five. Hundred grand's top five. Just outside. <laughs> just outside top five. I like but, York pepper and patties a lot too. I'm a, I'm a unique person on all levels, candy being one of them. And how many of those can you eat without being like, all right, I'm done? Like two, two. Yeah, two, and I'm good. That's yeah. enough. It's enough, yeah. I don't like eating more than like two of these. I, don't, right. I mean, like, you can't, you got to diversify a little bit here. How many Reese's peanut butter cups can you sit and eat in one sitting? Uh, when you have them, you have enough of them to not have them for a while. They're good. But like right. that's not an everyday candy. No, that's like why Snickers I can't put every them... day. Twix is every day. I can't. Uh, yeah, Twix and me don't don't agree. But like Twizzlers, everyday candy. I can eat licorice every day. Licorice is licorice could be an everyday. Yep. No question. M and M's, Skittles, peanut M and M's. Yeah, peanut M and M's. Those are everyday type candies. Yeah. Holiday Kids time. Love the, love the chocolate M and M's. So the you know. Yeah, plain. I've got chocolate. I mean, I've got not. I don't do it. I don't do it for nah. Halloween, but I do it for Christmas. I have red and green M and M's in the house for a month. Yeah, that's true. You have everything in the house. For just a kicking month. around. It's just it's oh just kind of kind of being there. So, do I have to wear this the whole show, or can I take this off? Um, what's no, the you rule? could you could take it off. I think right. this this came with the with with, with the umbrella hat. Oh, nice. So Look we're gonna that. do we're gonna do the Colt hat for you. Okay, we'll do that. That looks good. We'll do that. So we'll give you a little. We'll give, give a little indie love for 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 that. So just for the guys that watch the show on the replay on the YouTube channel, yeah. the at symbol Boston versus the book, where the comments section is. If you swipe it on your phone, you can watch the chat back while you watch the show. Learned that yesterday. Just put that out there for the people that like to watch the show on the replay. Can't join right. us for the live chat, but would like to see what everybody's doing in the live chat because it's uh, it's the lifeblood of the show. Agreed. You can watch it back. I did not know that. You have to wait until the, the next day. So today's show, meaning Tuesday, you can watch it anytime on Wednesday after midnight and the chat option is available. So good to know. Learning something every day. We will give you the updated trade uh the trades that have gone down today because the niners are have been incredibly active and i guess they're not done so they've already acquired chase young today so we will talk about that a little bit later in the show we'll wait till we get to uh in 30 minutes the trade deadline hits Mm. and we'll give you the full rundown in 30 minutes as to who has been traded where but 
There you go. Some very interesting names. Montez Sweat, Chase Young, and others have been traded today. So more of an active trade deadline than in recent memory in terms of defensive players. But the Vikings Vikings, Vikings traded for a quarterback. So, uh, you know, they they think like you're thinking, Dave, that they're not out of it yet, that they feel like they still have a shot. It's a good trade for them. They still have a shot. So I think that's a good trade for them. And Arizona gets out of their log jam at quarterback. So. It's a win-win for them. They know. Is Kyler Murray going to come back yeah. and play now? Yeah. Well, one and six. Here you go. Go out there. Good that's luck. what. Yep. That's what. Wow. That's what that trade signifies is that Kyler's back. That they have a starting quarterback. Josh Dobbs has started for seven games, and now it's time to move on to somebody else. So we 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 go with that. All right. What happened last night? Uh, the Rangers take a two, one series lead. They win three to one here. Mm. Another road game for the Rangers. Like, what do you do with this team? Can, can they lose on the road? Are they just, you know, unbeatable when they hit the road? I don't know. Fought gave up, you know, two out hit to Semyon. and it looked like they were going to get away with it with one. Seager was looking inside fastball and he threw it and he hit it to Tempe. I mean, it was gone right off the bat. It was just one of those ones. And I immediately thought, "Uh uh-oh, it's done. And then Scherzer gets hurt. Like, okay, he can't come back out. Let's get to the bullpen. Rangers bullpen was masterful. Gray was – I mean, he was great. He was striking guys out, throwing hard, confident. The Rangers made a couple plays in the field. Seager hit. They said that ball was hit 114 miles an hour velo out. Seager kind of dives to his his glove side and flips it behind his back. Simeon gets it and turns a double play. Game's over. Series not over though. This is not. This is far from over. I mean, I'll, I'll like. I, I, do you think it's over? I don't think. No it's way. Over. Garcia's injury is gigantic. Right is a gigantic. He's not playing today. He may not play again for the series. I mean, he may have a a core muscle injury that you don't come back from in four days. No, like you need it. it, it it's. I was watching somebody break it down last night. Like, it's one thing like when your wrist hurts or your arm hurts, your elbow hurts. Like you can potentially take something that would let you perform at least to like eighty five percent of your capabilities a core muscle injury, you really can't shoot it up. Like you can't, you can't just hey, here, take a painkill, you know, and go, go play. You can't do that with that type of injury with the twisting and how many things are connected to it with your body. You don't play with this injury. You, you sit for multiple weeks. Like Garcia very well could be out for the series. And that changes things dramatically. Changes the top of that lineup. That's for sure. Um, ALCS MVP, 40 home runs, the guy who won game one. Uh, I mean, you're taking a major, major bat out of that lineup for the Rangers. Wow. I didn't even think about the MVP. That makes Seager the odds on favorite, like, by far. wonder what that is right now. I'll have to look at that. Um, That was the medical portion of the show. I'm just saying, I mean, Scherzer, losing Scherzer, whatever, like they they played the whole year without him. Like like they'll deal with Scherzer not being there in the series. But Garcia's bat and his leadership, his, you know, the, the momentum that they feed off of from that guy. Right. Him being out, even one game can change everything. 
Uh, it's going to change a lot. Let's see. MVP. Wow. <laughs> Here you go. Seeger's minus 170. Wow. The next guy is Tommy Pham, 800. Oof. And then it's, wow, Cattell Marte, 14 to 1. So if you like the D-backs to win the series, you got to bet a couple of those, do you not? How do you not bet Pham? Guy doesn't get out. He's on a zone. He's in a zone of all zones. He's getting on. He's knocking in runs. He's, I mean, that guy's hitting the ball all over the place. Uh, Marte's 14. Corbin Carroll's now 18. And where's my guy? Uh, Marino's up to 55 to 1. I guess he's not going to win it. Garcia's still 19 to 1. Is right. that worth a shot? I mean, he plays again. I, I mean, he's not playing tonight. So, like, they're waiting for the MRI scan. He's having, he's having tests done today. And then they'll find out what's going on. But listening to the Rangers after the game last night, no, they don't feel like he's coming back. <laughs> well, up to one, you don't play him today, right? right? You give him a day and say, let's just figure this out. Don't do nothing because one more swing wrong, done. Right. See you later. Uh, Long-term injury potential. Right. That's a terrible – you ever do that? You ever hurt like an oblique like or something? Yeah, like but I, I mean, oh. I don't know exactly what he did. It's a core muscle injury, so I don't know which muscle he injured. But yes, I have. It's it's awful. It, it, it's a part of your body. I mean, <laughs> that and a bruised rib are the or a cracked rib, same thing. Right. Are awful because you can't breathe. You can't laugh. It affects everything. Can't <laughs> Every sneeze. Can't sneeze. Can't, can't sneeze cough. Hurts. Yeah. Everything hurts. Every time you breathe in, it hurts. It's awful. No good. So wow. it's hard so to play sports. We got Haney and Mantiply listed. I mean, Mantiply what was that line last night? One time through the order. But how was Haney the favorite last night? We were like, what was that? I was like, I, I was on the juice going, explain to me how Andrew Haney is favored. Considering the last time we saw him, he went two thirds of an inning and got lit up <laughs> in the playoffs. I mean, what are you, what are you expecting today from Haney? If you're Texas. Three innings max. If you get three innings, you're ecstatic. <clears throat> yeah. You're hoping to, you're hoping to get three outs. Screw three innings. Oh, jeez. You just want to get. You just want to be able to get to the second inning. You're literally throwing a gas can out there. This is like throwing raw meat to a bunch of hungry dogs. Like they didn't score last night. They scored one run off Ranger pitching, and you're giving them Andrew Haney to start. Oh my, Yurfy. Yes, today run in the first inning. For one of these teams, it's gonna be like minus two fifty. Sports books are gonna try to juice you out of it and not bet it. Yeah, because wow. Mantiply is not exactly like a stud either. Like he can be taken deep easy in the well, first. Yeah, inning. I know, but he can he can nullify lefties at least through the first time through the order. Okay, which is what they need right now because Carter's unbelievable what he's doing right behind Seager. I mean, you would think Seager would be getting walked or hitting bad pitches. He's doing what he's doing, and then Carter's right behind him, and you go, how is this possible? Um, but now you take Garcia out of the middle of that. That's a big impact. I, I don't want to say it's an automatic play on Arizona, but wow. Was well, for me. You just play Arizona? Yeah, I mean, it makes sense. What's for me? <laughs> like I, the lines moved out. that way. Yeah. I mean, it's minus one ten both sides. Some books are now minus one fifteen on on Arizona, minus one hundred five on the other side. Um, 
Wow, Ray Maker Lou just said Haney's over under is nine and a half outs. So three innings. <laughs> I mean, you bet under. 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 You do, right? Under. Yeah, under. Hundred percent. Over, over, under. What happens in games four? The total now is nine and a half again. Nine and a half last night was bet to nine, never came close. I I mean, with the bullpen game, normally it's play over, but I think under. No Garcia in the lineup. Right. Um, I'm not touching it. It's so erratic. This game could be 2-1. This game could be 10, 11 to 10. This could I, just be, I don't know. I Right now, I think under. I, I okay. liked under last night. We got the pitching matchup that we needed. and then You liked over last, last night. What do you mean? You said over last night. You said over. You like over nine. Started the show on. Did I say over on our show? Because well, I, I you said over. Oh, because when we started, I argued. The show I, argued, I, argued I was like, yeah. I like under. I bet under. I was using over the first number. Yeah, because I it was not. It went down. It went down to nine. When it went to nine, I bet over. Why? Because I, I thought there was a chance to push. So I took the over on nine after it went to nine for nine and a half to nine. Oh, I thought Fought would pitch. I mean, I thought he pitched pretty good for you know his. But the bet was Scherzer was going to get hit, and he didn't. Well, he didn't pitch. Yeah. Three innings. Right. So, I don't know. I think the bullpen situation makes it an underplay. Like I said, years past, that's like, oh, it's a bullpen game. These guys are going to be changing pitchers all the time. The batter's going to have their way with it. There's going to be a lot of, you know, base runners on, all this other stuff. I don't think so. As good as the bullpen is for – Arizona, Arizona, I think mm-hmm. this plays right into their hands tonight. I would agree. It's why I they got to win. get three runs. That's why I bet them to win because I think it does play into their hands. I'm with you. I, I think Arizona in the under, although I'm just very afraid to bet under with the Rangers because the Rangers very well could punt on this game. I mean, I mean, this might be just like forget this game. Like it's two two. We're good. We know we're going back. At worst, we're down three to two. We're going back to Texas. We know we're going back home. So we got, we came here, we had to get one, we got one. So now it's, if we get game five, awesome. Game four, we don't really need it. Don't stress our bullpen. Don't stress ourselves out. If it's five, nothing after two innings, we're good. See you tomorrow night. <sighs> Were you watching a game when Chapman came in? Yeah. It's an absolute roller coaster ride. Every time that dude's in there. Oh, big business. If you're watching Texas fans, if you're watching, you want to talk about like, you got to take a lot of deep breaths because he does too. He paint he paints at hundred, like hundred, hundred two, and then he throws it where the catcher got to dive and stop it. And you're like, what is going on? And then somebody runs into one, you get a base hit or a double, and you're like, oh no, runner on. That was a major. I I thought at one point yesterday, I'm like, Arizona's going to tie this up because well, right, it went double, single, scored the run. And then, uh, did the runner get to second base? But they had the tying run on the plate. Right. With a home run tied the game. Would have yeah. been 3-3. Three, would have, would have been 3-3. Three, three. Three, so three. everyone's waiting for the home run. And then again, I think he got the double play ball after that. That got him out of the inning. But that was, yeah. I mean, I think everybody was looking at it going, all right, Chapman's going to blow this. <laughs> like He's coming oh, in. Man. He's going to blow it. And we're going to be stuck here. You know, how many innings were we're going to go? So. Right. But yeah, I, I 100% expected Chapman to blow it. So that's why he's another guy. I mean, him, others in that bullpen. I'm not, 
I'm not in love with really any arm that runs out there. The numbers have been better, but D-backs tonight. It's crazy because the result today determines the pitchers tomorrow, right? Like it's I don't I don't know if it's an automatic that's Evaldi. I think it is for Texas. If they go up, if they win tonight and they go three one with Evaldi going, whew, that's one number. If it's two two, I think if it's if he's not one hundred percent rested, he he goes Friday game six. Yeah, that's what I would I would hold him on full rest. But then who do you throw in game one? Or sorry, in game in four. Game, um, game, in game five. Five. Sorry. Yeah, I don't know. That's that. You know. So there's a lot of questions. By the way, speaking of questions, here's an answer. Your hat bet. Addison just came in and left the super chat. I just want to read it right now because I see it. Eleven ten twenty two, almost a year ago. Wow. Atlanta at Carolina. Rain was forecasted. Matt said rain doesn't matter and bet the over um, 42 and a half. It fell 40. Three missed points after three missed extra points, possibly due to the heavy rain. Storm of life. He said you would wear the <laughs> you would wear the umbrella hat. Almost a year later, bet paid off. Done deal. Stop asking. He's got the umbrella hat. I'm wearing this for him too. This is for Madison. This, this is I'm wearing the, the Colts hat for you. So I'm not Perfect. paying off. I paid off this. I'll wear this once. I hate the Colts. But I'm wearing it for you. <laughs> I do. I hate the Colts. Who hates the Colts? Why Me. do you hate the Colts? Peyton Manning. Oh, Fair. Yeah. Fair. You do know who caused Deflategate, right? Was the Colts? It was the fucking Colts. Well, it was, it was the, the Patriots were doing it. It wasn't even against the rules. They didn't do anything. Really? We're going to relitigate this. You want me to go through the ideal gas law again? I can do it if you want me to. If you want to do the ideal gas law, I'll do the ideal gas law. If you want me to do it, I'll do it. I'll relitigate the flake gate all over again. Please. So this is why yeah, you asked me, why do I hate the Colts? I don't know. That's why their owners got massive problems. He's caused massive problems. Oh, Thinks he's man. a rock star travels the country doing free concerts. Jim Ursay is a weird cat, man. He's a weird cat. <laughs> He really is, <laughs> but he's like Jim. He's, he's like here in Vegas, like Mark Davis. The most, you know, the most viable thing he owns is the team. Is that part of what happened last night? No, that's just the Raiders suck. <laughs> that's, that's, that's what have happened last night. The Raiders are absolutely awful. And I mean, man alive. Can we, can we just spend a quick second talking about what happened last night? Because well, look, the lions won, but and covered as a kicker. Oh boy. You're paid over $600,000. Nope. Hold on. Stop. Stop. Freeze. Snap your fingers. Look at that. They're going to get you with that Colts hat frozen too. Mikey got you. <laughs> Bam. All right. You're back. So go ahead. Start over. What happened? So you have a kicker who made four kicks, including a 52 yarder. Okay. Yeah. It was good. Good knuckleball, kicker. but he, he, he made it. Yep. The Lions had three trips inside the red zone last night and then three turnovers inside the red zone last night. There are two things that have to be discussed. The first is the Lions play calling in the red zone was atrocious last night. If I had one of those touchdowns in the first half, my team total goes over 27 and a half. Easy. Easy. But as a kicker, Mm. this is where, and I'm not saying this because I don't believe the NFL is fixed. 
No. But if you talk about why there are conspiracy theorists who are out there, that missed kick opened the back door for the Raiders to cover. Yes, it did. They didn't cover, but it opened the door for it to happen. It kept the team total under 27 as well. Yes, it did. It's a 26-yard kick. He makes over $600,000 to kick a ball. Well, an, extra point, an extra point is 33 yards. Right. This is inside of an extra point. 26-yard kick. Most human beings, maybe not with a pass rush coming at you, but most human beings can kick a football 26 yards. Wow. I don't know about that. It's not a hard kick. It's a layup of layups. It's this is layup. they miss layups in the NBA. They though. do. I mean, they, they do. It's just the way that I'm running that that cat missed that kick. Mm. Disgusting, horrible. Again, not scripted. Again, not fixed. But oh my goodness gracious, I can't believe that happened. Yeah. But the other thing that happened is something that has to be talked about because it could be scripted and it could be a problem. Oh boy, what are we talking about? This happened two times on Sunday, and it happened last night. Ooh. So let's re- roll back here for one second. When, when the NFL made replay expanded. Okay. One of the things people would say who are against replay is they would say, when you have replay, you are given giving the referees a crutch. They have a way of making it not their call. When they say, oh, go review it, because if I get the call wrong, someone's going to be over my shoulder. They're going to get it right, or they're going to defer to replay. This rule for the NFL that states, if you rule a play a turnover, it automatically gets reviewed. It's causing referees to, it doesn't fucking matter what they see. Fumble, no fumble, doesn't matter. It's a fumble. Well, why? Because the guy upstairs, it's his fucking problem now. It ain't my problem. It's his problem. I just say fumble. Because the fumble inside in the second half wasn't a fumble. Oh. They, they ripped the ball out when he's on the ground. On the ground. And yet they go, oh, fumble, because that means it gets reviewed. It's not my problem. Until there's not irrefutable video evidence to overturn the call on the field. So that little nuance of, well, I got to make sure that it actually was or was not a fumble. And if I can't see anything, I'm just going to go with the call on the field. Yeah. But the referee is saying I'm going upstairs to you because I didn't know I I didn't see a fumble, but the ball is loose. So it it might be a fumble. So uh, rule it a fumble. Roll it a fumble. Now it's your fault. Now it's your problem. No, now it's your problem. I mean, it's literally the Spider-Man meme. They're pointing at each other and it's just going, going, your problem. Your nope, problem. your problem. And it's awful. So you come back and you're like, um, Raider football. I don't want no problem. Raider football. The cat didn't fumble. What do you First mean? Time. First time. Like, that changes the game. They were yeah. going in to put themselves up big. Mm-hmm. Again, that would have hit my team total, but it, it, that can't be happening. I'm seeing it more and more where these referees are just chicken shit and they're going to go, oh, no, no, I don't know. Did you see it? I don't know. Did you see it? I don't know. We'll rule it a fumble because then it's that guy's problem. This is a problem for replay. This has to be talked about a lot here because if you don't so, see a fumble, you can't just call it a fumble because nobody saw it 
because like there were 10 guys on top of the running back. Right. No one knew where the ball was. Right. Awful last night. What's the answer? No replay is better than what we have? <laughs> I don't know. The irrefutable video evidence thing is one or every single fumble and turnover gets reviewed. That is the problem. We probably should make teams challenge it and actually have the referees do their job. Call the ball. If you didn't see a fumble, don't call it a fumble. Make them challenge it and then go upstairs and see. Because my gut tells me the guy upstairs who's in charge of that would have said, don't re- don't challenge that. Because there's no way of seeing that. We, no one knows where the ball is. No one knows where the legs are. It's just a massive humanity. The ball came out. We don't know when. It's just football. The spirit of the replay thing is to get the call right. That should always be the goal. I don't I feel agree. like it always is. Well, right now it's about passing the buck because refereeing is so bad and the league knows it and they're in the frying pan right now and it's getting really hot that right. these guys are passing the buck. The, the, the NFL has enabled referees to get out of it without having it be their fault. Mm. Just rule it a fumble because if you do it a fumble, it's automatically reviewed and there's no right. controversy. It's the replays officials problem. It's not our problem anymore. That's not good. That's not in the spirit of how this was supposed to be done. I just noticed that this little rant was not even on the rundown. You just, this, this, you're, you're angry. You're still pissed. I'm pissed. Hell yeah, I'm pissed. <laughs> I'm mad. I'm mad about losing the bet, but I'm more mad about the fumble situation because refereeing in this, you want to talk about corruption. You want to talk about problematic situations like this is not good. It's not going to change. I don't know. I I don't know. You think the heat's getting enough where there might be some change? I do think there's there's enough heat that there might be some change. Yes. I, I do think enough people are calling it out. Enough people are getting frustrated and angry and the product is not as good. That's this fact. Is, this is the problem for the NFL. The product is driving people to other things for the first time in I don't know how many years. When I was 20 years old, the NFL did not occupy the current space that it does. When the Patriots were dominant, they were not in the same. We were not in this football everything world. It was still very much about the Red Sox, still very much about the Bruins and the Celtics. The Patriots were part of it, but they weren't the end all be all. The NFL wasn't in 2000, you know, 2000, the NFL had a place in, 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 in sports. It wasn't sports. The NFL has dominated for 20 plus years, everything. They added Thursday, Sunday ticket exploded. Gambling became more and more prevalent and prominent. Prop betting became a big thing. Fantasy football became a huge deal. They changed all the rules to enable offense, protect the quarterback at all costs. And now we're at a place where I think there's a little bit of a problem and people are starting to look around and go, well, maybe there's something else to watch. Maybe I want to go watch basketball or maybe I want to go watch college football. <laughs> and that's got to be really scary. Uh, for the NFL. I'm just smiling because I've been saying it for 15 years. Mm-hmm. I've been saying it. And, you know, I was always that, you know, oh, you guys are just in a book. You don't, you don't No. I, I love football. I grew up, you know, as a Steeler guy. I was a little kid when they won four Super Bowls. Our whole Sunday for 
25 years, depending on when they were playing at one o'clock or four o'clock. And when they played on Monday, everybody's schedule was thrown off. Then they started playing on Thursdays and it was like, nobody knew what to do. Um, football was everything, at least, you know, in our lives. And then especially in the book, but people are getting fed up. People are changing the channel. People are watching other things. People are definitely, you know, getting frustrated. I mean, and our guys, Otto and Sweet Lou from 412 Rainmaker, met at the Steeler game on Sunday. It's cool. Lou, that hat looked amazing. Otto, I'm getting your hat made. Don't worry about it. Um, they said that they were chants. Refs, you suck. Refs, you suck. Just constant. It's becoming a regular thing in games. Well, I mean, Mike Tomlin asked one of the referees on the sidelines, what the fuck is wrong with y'all? <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> he, literally, he literally asked that question <laughs> Sorry, to the referee. Like he walked up to her and he was like, what the fuck's up with y'all today? Yeah. <laughs> like he, he was, like he, he, he wasn't yelling at her. He actually like asked that question. Like what is going on? Cause they were awful. The referees in the Steeler game were horrific. They got a starting quarterback in the NFL hurt. Yeah, that's again. I don't know. I don't know what the answer is. Okay. And that's not a cop out. I want to get the calls right and I want them mm -hmm. to feel like they have control of the game. I mean, you, when you coach kids, this has happened like just the tournaments. We would go to tournaments and, and the up was just mailing it in. And I'd say, listen, how much you make this game? How much you make? 40, 50 bucks? I'll give you the money and go home because you ain't trying. Seriously, I, 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 all these kids require is effort. We traveled here. We're staying here. These families are spending money. These kids are trying to change their lives by playing games and playing well. And you ain't even looking. You're just calling them out. You're just, I mean, like, what are you doing? You're just collecting a paycheck. I'll give you the money. Go home. Rather you not be here. The players can't do that, but the league's got to do something. The league has to do something. So bad to the NBA. James Harden has been traded to the Clippers. Multiplayer yeah, swap night middle of the night sent out West. He gets traded. He does not have to hold out anymore. And now the four players that are in LA with the Clippers, Kawhi Leonard, Paul George, Russell Westbrook, and James Harden. This team five years ago was unbelievable in 2023. How good is this team going to be? I don't know. A lot of people were talking about like they got very deep. They have they have the, the they have depth now. The Sixers, the Clippers oh, have Sixers. None. The Clippers have none. None. The, the I mean, but the Clippers are now. You know their odds are thirteen to one. They're number three in the West. ESPN stats and info. They're <laughs> they think they're the number one team in the West, which <laughs> was like. Um, did I like fall asleep and wake up and like they traded for someone who's going to guard Joker because uh, he's going to kill the Clippers. They have no size. They have four wings. Good luck. This would <laughs> I mean, be one of those ones where I, I mean, we would turn to each other and say, all right, what are we moving it to move it a little bit? Let somebody bet it. Let mm -hmm. somebody bet it. Let somebody bet it. Let's take it down with money. We're not moving it without money. Can't. I mean, that's, that's crazy talk. This would be great. If it was 2017, they're the oh. NBA, they're the favorite in West. Yeah. Without a doubt. Yeah. It's 2023. 
It's come on. And Harden has been an absolute cancer everywhere he has gone. So all of a sudden he's going to play ball with some very cantankerous personalities. I mean, Russell Westbrook and James Harden are going to get get along again. They're gonna, like, this is OKC all over again. We're all good. We're good there. Paul George is going to click with Harden. Uh, Kawhi Leonard's going to be on the court all the time, and he's going to be okay with playing and deferring to James Harden. Jordan One Star Gorov just came in the chat and said the Clippers are more interested in putting together an entertaining roster than a practical one. LOL. He's right. It's really not even a wrong of a statement. Um, I mean, I like the PJ Tucker edition. That's a shooter. That's good. That's so fine. That's, that's smart. They're not better than Denver. Hold on. They're not better than Phoenix. Stop. Like, come on. No. That's even healthy. Wait till they get hurt. Right. Okay. So that's the whole other thing, right? Like two <laughs> things come from like the result of this trade. One, Woj never sleeps. I mean, a guy either got the call, got the text. We're up finishing up a call at 1130 at night, 230 Eastern. Woj is texting or tweeting that the trade happened. I'm like, this yeah. guy really, he must have literal alerts where he was sleeping. Somebody woke him up and said the Sixers just traded hard and tweeted. Okay. Um, how can a guy say, I want traded, and say I want traded multiple times, literally put on a fat suit or whatever he did <laughs> to get out of wherever he got out of and then get to somewhere else? Like, people are not – this is not – uh, this is not endearing anybody to N- NBA. It's really not. And then, you know, to the health question, okay, great. I'm a Clippers fan. How many games am I going to see? I saw a Lombardi tweet this this morning, and I thought this was genius. How many games are they going to play all four together? In the regular season 75? or the playoffs? In a regular season. Uh, 75 50. games. Do they play half? 50. All together? All of them? Uh, I'd say 50, a little more than half. I, I'd i be surprised if they get 40 or more, right? It's possible. I mean, yeah. I mean, I think they'll want to play just because they want to well, jail. No, they want to yeah, play, so. but, you know, you want to do a lot of things as you approach 40 or whatever <laughs> in the NBA. Right. right. Kawhi looked like he didn't want to play for a long, long time. That's correct. The other side of the trade, you mentioned it, Philly with a lot of depth. They got a lot of pieces back, Platoon and others in this trade. 28 to one to win it all. But if it goes South, could Embiid and or Maxi ask or be traded? Could they? Of course they could. Should they? I mean, Embiid's already been talking about wanting to go play somewhere else. I think of the two, I think Embiid's the most likely, and that would leave Maxi to be the guy. He would be his team, and you'd build around him. He is fun to watch play, man. Um, and I feel like he makes people better. I don't know. He does. I think uh, if you're in beat, you got to listen again. We're we're, we're going to rebuild. We cleared out the roster. Uh, you know, we, we we added this, and now all these people are, I guess, under contract this year, but not so much next Correct. year. So they can go and massive flexibility. Yep, load up next year. But that means they're punting on a season that just started. Oh, it's one of those things that that's hard to deal with if you're an Embiid, if you're a guy like Embiid. You're a guy like Embiid, or you're you're a Sixers fan where it was exciting, it was exciting, and it's not. And now you know the end result. Okay, great. What are we gonna do? 
make the playoffs, get to the first round, win maybe, and then lose the second round. We're not beating. Mm-hmm. That's what stakes. Like when you got the team like the Celtics and the Bucks, they're not beating. That doesn't matter what happens right now. As constructed, if everybody healthy, they're not beating either one of those teams. Boston looked flu- unbelievable last night. What did they light them up? Now it's a return. Obviously, that's where you know Prising has played last year. So there was some let's go show up Washington. But I mean, it was 45 10. That came open with a 35 point lead. Yeah, I saw that score like early. They were up 30. And I was like, oh boy, this is one where like you go to the game and you're just like, what are we doing here? It's time to go. It was never in doubt. Never, there was no run. There's nothing that made it close, even entertain even covering him done so unbelievable really yeah. wild uh and there's one more um denver moves to 2 and 0 ats at home they're 0 and 2 ats on the road which is interesting they're 4 and 0 straight up but i mean when they really want to put their mind to it dave that's that's the best team in basketball is it not well they they won by 8 it was 8 and a half right yeah they covered the 6 oh i thought it was 8 and a half yesterday was that a home game or a road game? That was a – they covered last night, I believe. Hold on. I'll tell you right now before I misquote it. Because they're 2-0 and at home. They're 2-2 two and two on the road. That I know. The line was only six last night? Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, it wasn't. It was nine and a half. They didn't cover at home last night. Closed, closed high. How do I have Denver at two and two? Don't know. In both, in both at home. Don't know. Huh? Was last night at home? Yes. Oh, okay. I I thought Utah was on the road. Sorry. Okay. No, I, I flip flopped. I flip flopped OKC and Utah. I thought that was I thought that was home. Okay. They covered the night before against OK. The night before against OKC. Right. Didn't cover it. Didn't cover against Utah. Correct. By eight, one by nine. Uh, but they're four now. They're going to be just watching bits, bits and pieces of that team. I, I The first time Boston plays Denver, I'm, I'm is like clear my schedule because I need to see it. It's the one thing Boston really doesn't have. Al Horford can potentially slow down Jokic a little bit, but they're really, because they traded away Time Lord, they don't have that rim protector that could really help them against Denver. Time Lord? Yeah. Who's that? Rob Williams. That was his nickname? We did, we've done this before. Yes. Time Lord. Show up late. <laughs> that's crazy. I'm on, I'm on my own time. That's, that's a funny nickname. Yeah. So, uh, but he's gone. So now you've got to find a way to stop Jokic. And that's really going to come down to Porzingis and Horford. And they're both not great defenders. They're good. The great Horford is the best against Embiid. He shuts down Embiid, but I don't know about Joker. You're not shutting down Joker. Um. Well, this is great. This is just going to flip flop all season. Celtics are the odds on favorite to win it all. Bucks are second, plus three seventy, plus four ten. Then the Nuggets five to one. The Suns six to one, and somehow the Clippers have jumped up there to thirteen to one ahead of yep. the Warriors, the Lakers. Yep. Wow, then it gets ugly. Cavs, Sixers, Mavs, Grizzlies are still lurking. 
I mean, is it decided? There's five teams right there. That go, there's four, maybe. No, there's probably five that can win it all. I think the Sun. What? You're frozen again? Oh, no. Mm-mm-mm-mm. Come back. Come back, Jack. There you are. All right. Um, Suns, I think it's it's Suns, Celtics, Nuggets. I put the Kings in the conversation. Conference. Do the conference. In the East, it's Bucks or Celtics. Done. Conversation over. You want to entertain the Heat, the Cavs, the Sixers? Really? I do. I want to entertain the Cavs. I do. Okay. That's but, fine. So that's three. And then in the West, it's Denver, Phoenix, and who? Kings. Wow. Really? Oh, for me, for sure. Yeah, for me. I like that Kings team a lot. A lot. They are really low. 65 to one at FanDuel. Yep. I think really? I like I like that. I mean, I like them last year. I like them this year. I mean, fun team, and they're going to win more games than they lose, but to win a championship? They got the pieces. Darren Fox develops into an all-NBA caliber player, which he could. You got a weapon. You got a bench. You got a coach in Mike Brown. You got a fan base that's rabid. Tough place to go in there and play. Aren't going to lose many home games this year. Defense is your question. Right. Got to get better defensively, but if they start to develop on that end and play better defensively, I like him better than the Lakers. Yeah, I don't like the Lakers. I watched again. I watched the Laker game late. Somehow they they won that game against the Magic. I thought they would win, but the the Magic kind of had, had a lead. Right, had a lead in the third quarter. So yeah, they, they should have won. We'll get to a couple of games a bit later on. Okay, NFL trade deadline has just passed. Mm-hmm. Let's roll through. The trades that have been done so far in the NFL completed just before the deadline. The bills have added Rasul Douglas, the cornerback from the Packers. They got him in a fifth round pick. That is huge because of the injury to Tavarius white. They okay. needed help in their secondary in a big way. So Buffalo gets a good, I wouldn't say great corner, but Douglas can play. He's, he's a good player. Him in a fifth round pick. They give up a third round pick to Green Bay next year for Douglas and a fifth rounder. The Lions have acquired Donovan Peoples-Jones from the Browns. 2025, 2025, six round pick, they get him. The big splash, the Niners have traded for Chase Young for just a third round pick. That That is a Ohio State beast. I mean, you're talking about a guy, I, I, this is stunning. I mean, like what the commanders are doing, I, I'm not really sure, to be quite honest. They gave up Montez Sweat and they gave up Chase Young today. Punting on the season, tanking for a quarterback, I, I, I don't know. But Chase Young going to the Niners is ridiculous for a third round pick. Uh, Ezra Cleveland goes to the Jacksonville Jaguars. The Vikings trade him for a six round pick. The Vikings have added a quarterback. Josh Dobbs is now a Viking. He will be the starting quarterback in Minnesota after the injury to Kirk Cousins. Arizona gets a six-round pick. They also gave up a seventh-round pick for the trade. Montez make the playoffs with that move. I mean, he's going to provide him enough. He's going to provide him enough quarterback play that they need. Win the division? It's possible. <laughs> no, they're not catching Detroit. Okay, but, but wild card? Be the last wild card. That's tough. Nine and eight. 
What are they, 4-4 four four right now, right? Yeah, it's a chance, I guess. Uh, Montez Sweat goes for a second-round pick. He goes to the Chicago Bears. They get a pass rush. I don't know what Chicago's doing. They should be tanking. They're not. They're adding a guy and giving up a second-round pick. This is the same thing that they did last year with Chase Claypool. Everyone's like, what the hell are you doing? Claypool didn't help much at all. I don't know if Montez Sweat will help the Bears, but they need a pass rush and they got a pass rusher in Montez Sweat and they gave up a second round pick. That's like a high commodity. By the way, Montez Sweat was going to be a free agent. They could have signed him in the offseason for nothing. So <laughs> giving up a second round pick doesn't make a lot Why? of sense. Everyone's very confused about what Chicago did because they're going to have to pay him and or franchise tag him in the offseason. So yeah. Okay. Sure. Whatever you're doing, Chicago, just like Clay, Claypool, what are you doing? Uh, Catavius Street goes to the Lions and a seventh round pick. Philadelphia gets a sixth round pick coming back with him. Seattle has picked up defensive lineman Leonard Williams that deal with the New York Giants. Uh, second round pick next year, 2025, fifth round pick as well. Uh, Kevin Byard goes, goes to the Eagles, safety from Tennessee. They get in return Terrell Edmonds, a fifth round pick and a sixth round pick. Uh, and this is, these things happened already. We talked about Miko Hardman going to Kansas city that happened there of a six round pick van Jefferson. These are all things that already happened earlier. Like we, like we know about this. So right. I would say the biggest name, the two biggest names are both now former Washington commanders. Chase young goes to the 49ers whose defensive line now features Nick Bosa and chase young. I mean, they're recreating a, an Ohio state dream here <laughs> for this team for the, for the Niners. The bottom five teams in a league now on Super Bowl odds are the Cardinals, the Bears, the Giants, the Panthers, yep. and the Patriots. Yep. Fair. Man, there should be down there. They should that's be down there. Agreed. After this. That's, 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 a, that's a bet against. That's a good move for the Seahawks. Now look at the top. In the AFC, Kansas City's the first choice. Yep. Miami's the second choice. Baltimore's the third choice. Buffalo four, Cincy five, Jacksonville six, Cleveland seven. Okay. That's interesting. How about the NFC? Eagles and the Niners oh. are right behind them. Chasing another with the second pick overall. Sorry, I said first pick. He's a oh. second pick overall. Eagles, Niners, Cowboys. I think we all can agree on those. Uh-huh. Number four, Detroit. Then you got to get down to Seattle. And then it's Saints and or, oh, Saints are way ahead of the Falcons. Wow. Saints to win that division. Wow. Whew. I don't know. I don't, I, it, nothing. People used to ask me this all the time, like when I was in the room. Does the NFL trade deadline actually move numbers? You don't this, move numbers based on a trade. You may you move the numbers based on the bets. Now, do people bet it because of the deadline? Maybe. Maybe. But I don't know. Did you see anything here that puts a team over the edge? Yes, the Niners. Is it that easy? Chase Young, Arik Armstead, Javon Hargrave, Nick Bosa, Randy Gregory, Javon Kinlaw, Cleveland Farrell. That's your two deep for the 49ers. Cleveland Farrell, first round pick. Randy Gregory was a 
Uh, second round, second round pick. Yeah. Um, Javon Kinlaw, who has been awesome. First round pick. Uh, Eric Armstead, first round pick. Chase Young, second pick overall. Nick Bosa, second pick overall. Um, <laughs> I mean, this is Javon Hargrave. Uh, he was a third round pick, but he's been an absolute dog since he's been in the NFL. Right. I mean, their defensive line is stupid. Like this is like, they're going to get after the quarterback and you can't double team Nick Bosa because Chase Young's coming on the other side. Is he healthy? I mean, he's healthy enough. And amazingly how guys get healthy when they leave Washington. <laughs> it's like, oh man, I'm good. I can move now. This is good. I'm all good. Ask the, ask the chat. We'll ask you guys right now. After the trade deadline, who's the NE NFC championship? Put the combination. Philly and San Francisco and Philly and San Francisco, Philly and Dallas, San Francisco and Dallas, Philly, San Francisco, San Francisco and the Saints collision course. Saints, please. What? Please. Get out of here. See their schedule? Get out of here. I mean, that's fine. But once they get to the tournament, forget it. They get a home game in a Superdome. Great. Win that game and look out. Niners are winning the division. Niners will have have a top seed. They'll go to them. Let's play them on the road. Saints aren't going to Levi and winning. You check the records right now? Yeah. What about it? What's the standings with the Niners and the Saints? Saints, I'm not worried about. Niners are on their bye. They're four and they're what, four and four and three? The Niners are aren't they five and three? Or five and three. Thought so. Hold on. Yeah, five and three. Exact standings here. Yeah, they they're bye weeks hitting in a very good time, but they're gonna pick up, they're gonna go to Jacksonville. They play at Jacksonville, home for the Bucks, at the Seahawks, at the Eagles. That's a hard four stretch, but then they end the year at the Cardinals, home for the Ravens, at the Commanders, and home for the Rams. They're going to win three of those four games. They should. They better. Yeah. Right? They're going to be 11-6. and six. Wow, we got a Lions-Eagles, Niners-Eagles. After what I saw last night with the Lions play calling, the Lions, the Lions aren't making the NFC Championship game. Whoa. Mm-mm, no way. After after I saw what the after I saw the play calling, uh, uh-uh. they can run the football, but they they don't have, they're not dynamic enough. They're really boring. They're really predictable. They're gonna have a problem. They're a really dome. Physical. They're a dome team playing Pittsburgh outdoor football. That's okay. Uh-uh. Not no. It's not. No? I don't think. I mean, if you go on the road, it does. But I think it, it's a recipe to get beat at home. Well, they're gonna have to go on the road. Okay. To, to where though, it needs to be cold weather for that really to work. And okay. Philadelphia is there, but San right. Fran's not cold weather. New Orleans isn't cold weather. Like, you know, where are they going? There's nobody in the, they're not going to have to go on the road to anybody in their own division. So where are they going to play? Most likely Dallas, like they're going to play on the road in a warm weather environment. So it's just, I know what Dan Campbell wants to do. I know where his mind is. He wants to play smash mouth physical football and run you over. I get that. But that doesn't work against every team. Works against some teams like the Raiders. Gonna have to get Clear Check all fired up. Everybody in the 313 watching the show. Are the Detroit Lions a fraud? Are they no, fraudulent? I didn't say that. I didn't say they're fraudulent. Yes or no. I'm no, asking said, the chat. I don't oh, as a as a it. Super Bowl champion, I will say yes. As a as a contender to win it all, I don't believe they are. I, I think they're they are going to win the division and they could win a playoff game. But I they're not threatening the Eagles or the Niners 
in my opinion. They went to Kansas City and won the first game? They did game one, the one by a point. It's an accomplishment to win a game on the road. 100%. It's in the development. I think next year is the Lions' year. Mm. They'll learn this year. They'll learn how to win, learn how to lose, learn what needs to be done. But, I mean, they still step on their own you-know-what far too often. (laughs) It's still the Lions. At the end of the day, it's the Lions. Ay, ay, ay. How many turnovers in the red zone last night? Oh, it was terrible. So can't have that. Still the Lions. Maction's back tonight, baby. Let's go. This is Tuesday wrong. night football. Central Michigan, 0 and 3 ATS at home this year, catching five and a half against Northern Illinois, who's three and one ATS. You always like dogs. You want this home dog? Numbers coming down. It was six. Plus now it's what? five and a half. Plus five and a half. Are you betting it? No, <laughs> I'm watching both these games. I'm not betting them yet. I need, to, okay. I need to catch up. I need to do my homework on the Mac. I haven't been betting it and watching it enough to bet it Nothing yet. Nothing like doing the homework in game number nine. What the hell are you even looking at this for then? It's okay because it's good to see what these teams are doing going down the stretch, how they're playing, what the quarterbacks look like, how we're doing it, watching the numbers. We have some data we can watch here. A lot of folks like the dog here at home. I wouldn't be inclined to fade Northern on the road, but people were saying this is a good time to back Central Michigan, the Chippewas. All right. I'll take your word for it. I don't watch any of this stuff. The World Series is still on. I'm watching baseball, bro. The other game is Toledo laying 14 and a half at home against Buffalo. The Bulls are 4-0 ATS on the road this year. Toledo's 1-3 at home. I don't get this number. This screams dog just based upon the numbers. This is... (laughs) Jump in. Take the dog. 14 and a half. I don't know. Again, I don't know. You're on your own. <laughs> I'm flying without I'm flying without a net here. I have no idea. Literally none. I, like I didn't know there were two games, so I saw the run. run. It's action, baby. It's a Tuesday night football game. This is great. This is I, they should play this all year. I know that no, I want you, but not. I love this. Tuesday football is beautiful. Because no. the baseball game sucks. There's no. something else to watch. It's great. There's NBA games tonight. There's a couple. Yeah, I'd way rather watch matching over NBA games. Way more. Really? Especially because my team's not playing. So in particular, yes, 100 percent There's only three games. This is a light schedule. There's three NBA games, and there's what two hockey games, right? Or three yeah. hockey games. No, let's see. Tonight there's uh two hockey games. Yeah, two and three. That's it. Kings Leafs is gonna be a banger, though. Good, good game. I agree. Yeah, that's that's, that's gonna be a fun game. Hockey. Yep. And then, I mean, we got Wemba Yama going to Phoenix. That's an We're interesting storyline. Yeah. Back to back against the Clippers. Yeah, that's boring. Knicks, Cavs. That's boring. who's who's even eligible to play tonight for the Clippers. Can, can they feel the? Can they have a team? They gave know. away half their team last night. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> it could be could be somewhat difficult. So, uh, Knicks are at the Cavs tonight. Speaking of the NBA. Mm-hmm. Totals 212 and a half. I got this at a better number last night. This was one of my favorite bets of the year last year. The Cleveland oh. Cavaliers at home against an Eastern Conference opponent. You bet under. Oh. Now it's not, it's early in the year. So I want to see how the Cavs were playing. But last year, defensively at home, and the Knicks are a defensive oriented basketball team. So that's why this number's coming down. Oh. But I still like it at two twelve and a half. 
Under? Under, yeah. I like it. I got a better number last night than this one. What was it? 214. And wake up at 212 and a half? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like that. Under. San Antonio at Phoenix, like you mentioned. Spurs scored 83 points two days ago on the road. Oy. They're going to get housed, it feels like, but this is going to be weird because they got killed at the Clippers two days ago. Don't know what to make of this team at the moment. Like it's one by Yama and it's all the hype, but is there any substance at the moment to this basketball team? Uh, I don't feel strongly enough to say one way or the other. Right. I don't, I mean, I would only, I would, if it's under seven, uh, six and a half right now, Fandle, I'd lay it. Yeah, I agree. Right. Are we, do we have a full roster for Phoenix tonight? Um, I'm not sure. I assume so with a six and a half. Yeah, I like I like the total in this game more than I like a side though. Over, under. You like oh, under? Yep. Okay. I don't think they half right now. I don't think they score. I bet two twenty seven last night. Okay. I I I don't think I don't think that the Spurs are going to contribute enough to get there. Oh. And I'm a little nervous about this about the Suns and whether or not they actually care. Okay. They may, do they care about winning by that much? Like it, it feels like a backdoor fourth quarter up by 10. They pull everybody and they win by six type of game. Right. And you're kicking yourself going, what the hell? How did I lose that game? How did I lose that bet? Should just bet the under and not to worry about it. Right. And then, I mean, are the Clippers a fade when you trade everybody and you don't have everyone on, you know, there practiced or whatever. Would you take Orlando on a back-to-back tonight? Told you before, told you again, tell everybody in the chat. And again, thanks for being here. We're coming up on almost two years of doing this show. Can't believe it. Hmm. Um, The back-to-backs, especially early in the season, the NBA, I know my limitations. It's very important as a man, (laughs) as a human being, to know your limitations. I overvalue them. I undervalue them. I never get it right. I watched that game last night. I would take the Magic plus the points. Right. We were very competitive against the the Lakers, but I don't know who's playing for the Clippers tonight. No idea. Right. You know, you finish the game, you walk across the street when you play in L.A., you stay in the same hotel. They stay at that Omni right next to the building, Mm -hmm. and they roll right back the next day. This is not travel. This is not nothing. Magic plus the points. Yes. Yeah, that's why I'm leaning that way too. Okay, to hockey. LA Kings are at Toronto. They are minus 150 favorites, total six and a half. Here's a wild stat the Kings are wearing their chrome helmets. Do you like those? I flip and hate them. They're in Vegas. When the Golden Knights wear the gold domes, they suck. The, The Kings are four and six. They were four and six last year wearing these helmets. Straight up. Yep. Huh. Six and four to the over. We're making wagers based on the helmets. <laughs> just, I'm just saying, I don't think the players like wearing them. I think they feel embarrassed. 
Hold on. <laughs> for this. I'm not I'm not betting it, by the way. I'm not bet this. Just think it's an interesting stat worth pointing out. Cause I have another one from our friend Addison who pointed this out that we're gonna give you that if anybody else has this stat, we're gonna we're gonna laugh at them because this is this is a BVB brigade special. 52. Minus 152 to leave, sir. Mm-hmm. Six and a half. That's over. I think so too. I think it's over. Um, I don't know. I'd rather have the Leafs at home. And I mean, you're going to go against the Chrome Domes. And okay, <laughs> good luck with that. I can't believe we're actually doing that. What's the other stat? What's the other game? Hold Somebody, on. Addison came up with something. One yep. of our wrenches, Addison for Nashville, Vancouver. Nope, nope, nope. This is for a game that will take place on the third. On, 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 I was supposed to get to it yesterday. I didn't get to it. But it's it's for the game on the third of November, so it's the game on Friday. Oh, oh we're gonna okay. point it. We're gonna point it out today because I was supposed to point it out yesterday. He gave it to me over the weekend, and I forgot to I forgot to put it on the show on Monday. Oh, so we'll put it on the show for today. A hockey stat? Oh yeah, it's cool. It's it's a cool one for for three days in advance. I am one hundred percent gonna forget it. So it's fine. But wait, we're All putting it out in the space just to see who copies. Uh Nat, I'm serious. He did. He, he, he goes, I've got something that only I have, and I'm going to give it to you. And, and we'll see who copies you guys when you talk about it. I was like, okay. I love it. <laughs> this is great. I love it. Uh, Nashville at Vancouver tonight. Total is six. <clears throat> um, uh, light on the Vancouver side here? Little. What are we missing? Demko versus Saros. Oh, this is minus 152 on Fandle right now. Oh, it spiked. Okay. 135 That's earlier. Cool. That's I I mean, if I see 35, my board's frozen. Everything's frozen on my other back end here. I can't refresh any lines. So I'm just looking at FanDuel at the moment. I can't see the other books. That um good number is currently um everything looks up. Mine's frozen too. Yeah, their feed's down. Oh, okay. So their feed's down. How about that? All right. So happens every once in a while. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Under. In a Vancouver game at home? Uh-huh. Woo. See Demko's goals against average? He's been great. 1.12. He's been very good. Mm-hmm. Vancouver's a fun team to watch, too. Mm-hmm. Depending on what happens here with the with the evening, I might be able to watch some of that game after the uh, World Series. Mm-hmm. So we'll see. Are you manning the house, giving out candy? Or is that... Roles have yet to be determined. Ah, okay. Interesting. So here's a stat. Addison has pulled this. Okay. The Buffalo Sabres. All right. When they wear their goat head jersey, it's the Buffalo jersey, but they call it the goat head jersey. The black in red. I don't like that one. Okay, they're twelve one in one straight up. Really? Here's their here's their schedule. Wow, they're playing uh, against the Flyers on the third of November next. They won these two games, Islanders. They beat the Avalanche over the weekend wearing those jerseys for nothing. Mm. Black and red jerseys for the Buffalo Sabers, Flyers. The stat is 12, 1, and 1. So put that in your brain. When it pops Thursday morning or whatever, get after it. 3rd of November is, that's Friday, right? 
Yeah. The third. Today's so. the thirty-first. Is Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Yes, sir. So, and who who are they playing? Flyers. What's the line going to be? I mean, they're going to be a big favorite. So, just FYI, when they wear the black and red jerseys, the next time after that will be against against the Canadians in in all the way in December. Oh. So we got a month between times they're going to wear these things, but flyers on Friday, <laughs> do what you want with that stat, but 12, one and one, they are, they are pretty darn good wearing those jerseys. I love on. the Buffalo jerseys that are blue with the gold, like the okay. old school Gilbert Perot and yep. all those guys uh, from when I was a kid, I don't like those jerseys, but it's good to know they win. You hockey pucks that are watching the show, do you like those Buffalo red jerseys, black and red? What do they call them? The goat head? Yeah, it looks like a goat. <laughs> For real. According to Addison, yeah. Do you it, like it them? I get it. it's a buffalo head. It's a whole buffalo yeah, head. I don't. Do you like those uniforms? Not really. It's the Sabres though, so I don't like much about Buffalo. So you know, it's not really. What Buffalo do to you? Well, Buffalo did to me. <laughs> the Bills. I mean, you own Buffalo. Bills, Sabres. We don't own them anymore. <laughs> they own us now. Like for a long, long time. A long time. Yeah, yeah, for a long, long time. But, you know, we don't like them either. Anybody in the division. Colts, Bills, Jets. All in the same. Dolphins? We hate the Dolphins. Are you kidding me? We're talking about squish the fish, baby. We hate the Dolphins. <laughs> we hate them. Born and bred in that. That jersey, that shirt will be. It's the first time I ever really understood what fandom meant. Everybody started selling the squish the fish shirts. It's all they wanted. Asked my dad, I was like, "Can I have one? Can you please, please, please." He went to a when he came home from work. He bought it from a guy on a stand outside of the train station. Really? Brought home the brought home a squish the fish shirts. It, it was like my prized possession for a long time. Then they won the game. Not only that, they won the game. I was so excited. I was wearing that jersey going into the Super Bowl, thinking, "Oh my gosh, we're going to shock." No, we're not. We're going to get killed. <laughs> Right it's away. amazing with those t-shirts that you get like that, like uh, the, the, you know, the sentimental value they have. I told you I visited BU. I was yep. going to go to BU. Right. And I made my mom go to Boston Garden to watch a playoff game. And I got so caught up in the game. The Bruins won 2 nothing over Montreal that I bought a Reggie, Reggie, Reggie. Nice. Lemlin? Black. Reggie Lemlin? Yeah. Reggie yeah. Lemlin. It was amazing. And I was as adamant when I was leaving. I'm like, mom, I'm getting one of these. She's like, David, you don't need it. I'm like, mom, I'm, <laughs> I'm getting one of these shirts. <laughs> and I bought it off a guy in the street. Nice. I wore God, those street vendors. Like the whole college years. I had that Reggie, they're like, share brand. Why do you like the Bruins? Like I was at the game. I thought <laughs> they were going to win the cup. Reggie Lemlins. <laughs> like, just remember him having, he was really tall with really weird and long brown pads. Yeah, and he He's had a tall uh, guy, very thin, long brown pads. He had the French guy, like mustache, and you know, he yeah. was great. But Reggie Lemlin, Andy Mogan, Reggie Lemlin. That, that was that a was, tremendous combination. That was the combination. Those were oh. the two for the Bruins for a long time. That hey. was that was that was the cup years. That was all late nineties. Oh. That was that was all that was that was everything for sorry late eighties. Sorry, early nineties, late eighties uh, for them. All right, to college football, college football we go. Dabo Sweeney is in hot water. He is going after his own fans, and he's mad. Did you listen to the clip? Yes. Okay. Which the clip, though? Guy. Which clip? The one where the caller called up and basically he said, you want my job? You try. 
<laughs> like that. The caller went way too long. He did. But I mean, the call screener, the, the joke in the industry is that that call screener got fired immediately after the show was over because putting Before that guy. Before the ringtone was on the thing. <laughs> he got fired. It was, hold up, just crack up. Yeah, you're get, gone. Get out of here. Why did you put that guy in the air with Dabo? But this comment about it's gotten to the point where even if you win, people are miserable. And he says, I'm not going to let you steal my joy. Like he's some motivational speaker is if I'm a, if I'm a Clemson fan, I'm like, Oh, it's over. It's, it's officially really Are over. Really? Oh yeah. I it's over. I love it. No, it's over. It's over. It, it's, 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 it's over in Clemson. I talked about it earlier in the year when they lost to Duke. I said that. Remember that we, we, we created well, we did say that. I mean, they were not the better team on any part of the game. I said, Dabo Sweeney's domination of the ACC is over. And it, comments like this, it's officially over for Dabo Sweeney. This is not the types of things you can be angry and you can call your fans out in certain ways, but telling the fans, you're not going to steal my joy is code word for my bank account. Look at my bank account. Like it's well, just the not, I was questioning why he was making the money he was making. Correct. Who's I'm that? not going to let any, I'm not going to call on a phone and question how much money the guy's making. The guy was in the wrong. Kind of can. I mean, that's, you kind of can. It's a football you coach. Kind of can. I mean, you know, he, he said, I'm not going to let anything steal my joy of what I do. It doesn't mean I'm ha I'm happy, but I've got a lot of joy in what I do. I'm not going to let, winning become a relief. I'm not going to allow that to happen. The fun should be in the winning. And if it gets to where it's not fun anymore, Hey, we'll go from there. I, I, I mean, fans are mad. They're four and four and he's right. He said, it's freaking hard to win. He's right. I mean, if you look around the country, what's happened here is historic. We're having a bad year. That's my responsibility. Ain't nobody happy about it. It's on me 100%. I ain't asking to be, uh, nobody to be happy, but let's not eat our own. Let's not eat our own. What? What, <laughs> like, <laughs> what are you talking about? Like, uh, the, this is word salad deflection stuff. Like, <laughs> the, this is not what you want from your head coach when things are going bad. This is a guy who's trying to sound like a guy in control when he knows he's not in control anymore. He's, he's not up how with about, the times. How about if you make $11 million a year, why are we relatable? doing a radio show? You're not relatable. <laughs> why are we doing a radio show? Cause it's contractually obligated. Really? In that part, in that part of the country. Oh, oh, you better believe it. Yeah. It's a big deal in South Carolina in States like that. The Nick Saban show is huge. Stations. Literally, do they, take, do they take calls on the Nick? Yes, Saban? yes, and Nick does the same thing. Nick does Nick. It literally, Nick is better than Dabo at it, but Nick is a is a cat playing with a ball of yarn, right? He just bats him around back and forth, and like he asks some questions, and it's like I, 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 and you just get the guy stuttering and stammering because the person is just venting. They're not asking for you know they have no solutions. They have no they they couldn't do your job. No. And they know that. And Nick knows right. that. And Dabo knows that. So well, Dabo on the soundbite that I heard, he did say, you know, you can apply for the job. Yep. yep. He's not wrong. I mean, what do you want? That's you can't win every year. You can't. 
In college yes, you football, you can come close. No, you can I win every year. You, you can't win the national championship every year, but you can win every year. That's all we're You, you have superior talent. Well, Clemson's supposed to have don't. superior talent. Until no, you don't. They don't. I mean, and they don't because of the NIL. Right. Because the NIL and transfer portals. Correct. This is a guy who kept on running DJU out there, right? And he couldn't play in their system. And then DJU goes to Oregon State and he's winning. He's in a system that's supposed to be designed for him. It is designed for him versus what Clemson made him do, which is drop back and throw the ball 25 times a game. Right. Which you can't do. It's a running quarterback. Somebody came in the chat. Who was it? Uh, CBW said Dabo really misses his assistant coaches who could actually coach. It's a big, big, big knock. It's a That is a big question. And that is... The biggest knock on knock him. On, it's a knock on other people too. Like you have to have the, I mean, just like sports betting, just like life, you have to have the ability to adapt. And if you're not adapting by even, you don't have to master the new game. Like mm-hmm. the transfer portal is still being determined and how it's working and who's all in and who's not. There's a lot of things happening and it's not, it might be a real quick short-term fix, but changing the way you play the game or I think one of the best things attributes that a coach could have is the ability to adjust to the talent that you have. Fair. You can't keep doing what you did because it worked when you had Deshaun Watson as your quarterback, when you had Trevor Lawrence as your quarterback. You don't have it. You don't even have the right linemen to run the stuff you're trying to run or did run. So you're going to lose. So how do we fix it? That's what's a, that's what makes a great coach. I don't know. You think it's done? Dabble, they're saying, and that's it. We got to get a new coach. I think there are a lot of people in Clemson that do want him replaced. They're not going to get it. He's got oh, a contract. Say, that's, who the hell is going to go there? They, they're not going to get him replaced unless he wants to leave. But what's happened is that Nick Saban, <laughs> Dabo was supposed to be his replacement. He ain't leaving. No, Nick ain't leaving. But even if Nick, when Nick does leave, it ain't going to be Dabo. He ain't going to Tuscaloosa. No matter how much he wants to go home and mom is calling me home and everything else. He's not going there. Bama fans are not. You think Clemson fans are bad? (laughs) Enjoy. You lose four games at Alabama. Oh, boy. I wish I could go back in time. To go listen to your radio show when Alabama football was back. <laughs> I swear I to t- God. I got tapes of it somewhere. I swear to God. I would absolutely, that would be absolutely, I'd be driving around going, this guy's saying all this stuff. He's getting these people mad, man. Oh, I, I wound them up like you'd not believe I believe man. it. So, like now, is Clemson like, I mean, that was a really nice pocket. Two championships in seven years. They've won double-digit games every year. They're not going to win double-digit games this year. No. Um, can they get it back? Like, in the current environment? Um, can they get it back? ACC's not going anywhere. They can win the ACC next year. If it Probably. If it blows up, Clemson becomes a middle-of-the-road uh, SEC team, no? Ain't going to the uh, SEC, are they? Oh, I mean, as a, as a conference, they. I mean, yes, Clemson could go to the SEC. Sure, I think that they would take them, well, given their take- history, pedigree. I just don't think South Carolina is going to fight it tooth and nail. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're going to be 
They want no part of Clemson in the SEC. That's the big differentiator that South Carolina has from a recruiting standpoint. Because mm-hmm. everybody in South Carolina knows what the conferences are. So it's a big feather in the cap for the Gamecocks to say, we're in the SEC, you're not. Right. Now, Clemson, now Clemson spins it and says, yeah, it's a hell of a lot easier to win a national championship in our conference. Come play for us. It's true. It's true. So that that's the retort. What happens when, when they're in the same conference? <laughs> now both a both are gone. Both conversations are both points are are moot. So that's going to be the fight. They don't play each other, huh? Every year, end of the year, last game, right? Clemson plays South Carolina. Yeah. Okay. Right. All right. Good. They need to play each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hold on. I need to make sure I'm right. I'm right about that because everything's changing. Yeah, at South Carolina. Yeah, every year they play. Okay. But does that continue uh, with the new scheduling and everything else? Always be. It should. I agree, but I don't know. I I don't know the future. How far away are they from each other? Covey would know more than me. I think two hours. Clemson from that's a rivalry, man. That's good. Oh, it's unbelievable. Um, let's see. Clemson to University of um, JC from KC just came in a chat and said there's a YouTube video of P. Rolf being interviewed on the Bob Sullivan show from 11 years ago. Oh, yeah, that's true. There is. Yeah. Bob Sullivan show. But that, that was in Omaha, though. Oh, okay. Right? Two hours apart. Covey just jumped in and said it. That's right. Okay. Yeah. That's awesome. They should never change that. Yeah, they are, uh, according to this, 135 miles apart. Two and a half if you do the speed limit. Covey, yeah. P. Ralt never does the speed limit. I do not. It's two, it, it was two hours for me. Yeah. Especially that part because 385 is literally in the middle of nowhere. Great. You can crank the engine and go get there fast. Oh, gosh, there's all sorts of things. Go find the, I mean, if you're going to go Google some stuff, you can find my fights with the guys with Toucher and Rich in Boston. You can find, I think my rant is still on their, on their intro. I think they still, I think, I think my fight with them is still the, on, on their morning show intro. I think what I did with them is still there. Um, What else? Uh, other fun internet things that are out there yeah, with me. Oh yeah. There's all sorts of fun stuff in there. I mean, yeah, that's that, that that's a treasure trove right there. If you start Googling me and going through all my, my broadcast history on YouTube and whatnot, there's one guy, the, oh. the funniest video is the guy, there's a guy on YouTube who went on like a 10 minute rant video about me. He's just yelling at the camera for 10 minutes about, about you, I, about me, about <laughs> things I said. <laughs> it's really funny. I was like, oh, this is too good. Like whenever I'm having a bad day, I put that on and just start laughing. It's so good. It's like just cheers you right up. Uh, who is not having a good day today is our good old friend Brian Ferentz. You can't you don't have to go home, but you can't stay here anymore, Brian. You are Stunned. out. Brian Ferentz will not return as OC at Iowa. Hawkeyes are still behind that mandated pace. Ferentz will stay on, though, through the bowl game, and then he will be replaced. Right. Your long national nightmare is over, Iowa. Brian Ferentz will no longer. The nepotism that has existed for all these years, finally, it will come to an end. Can you do it with the Patriots next? Can they be next up with this? Did that move the total? That information <laughs> to what, 31? <laughs> oh, wait. Uh, it's 30 and a half now. <laughs> 
Uh, if, if you're an Iowa Hawkeye player, you're like happy about this, or you're like, oh god, we, who else are you gonna put in here? I don't know. Like I, I saw this too. While I was in the waiting room, um, and he was a really good offensive line coach, apparently, right? Uh, okay. I mean, he's a Ferent, so I'm assuming that's what Kirk is. Okay, they said, yeah. I mean, a lot of the people that were had comments were saying, you know, he should just go back to being an offensive line coach. Should never call plays and. Blah, 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 blah. I mean, they are offensive linemen you. That's what they do. They're tight end you and O-linemen you. So maybe he will go back to being that type of coach, which is not a bad thing. Right. He's not an offensive coordinator. Kirk, much like the Patriots, when they put a special teams coach and a defensive coordinator as the offensive coordinator, right? did not work in New England, and it has not worked in Iowa. How's this playing in Iowa? Celebration. <laughs> really? Yes. Celebration. Yes. They're ecstatic. You see the guy who had that sign that said the snakes aren't done? Yeah. He, he's from Iowa. So there's a picture of him on the internet now saying it wasn't a fair catch. <laughs> he was behind home plate. Was he holding up? Was it the sign he was holding up behind home plate? He's holding up behind home plate. Uh, it was I, great. I, just, I just saw he this. had it there the whole half inning. <laughs> That's awesome. the yellow Hawkeye's t shirt. That's phenomenal. I didn't and see he that. He was holding up the sign. Gumpy tweeted it. That's I great. was laughing my ass off. It was, yeah, great. I, I saw the, I saw the picture afterwards. And then, cause Keith Murphy, who is from Boston, but I worked with him years in Des Moines, part of the Murph and Andy show in Des Moines and, and sound off. He put it out and he gave the guy's whole bio, like where he went to high school and like his family, where they're from. And like, they are diehard Hawkeyes. I was like, that's so typical because so many people live in Phoenix from Iowa. It yes. is the number one retirement destination for Iowa yes. people is that Phoenix, is, Arizona. That I did not know that when I moved there. And then after one uh, about calendar year there, I was like, there are more Iowa, <laughs> Chicago, like that whole pocket of the Midwest. Everybody yeah. just went there. Because Boston, New York goes to, goes to Florida. Everybody goes to Florida. Chicago, Iowa, Illinois goes to Desert, Arizona. Right to Arizona. And, uh, yeah, it was <laughs> – I mean, when the Blackhawks played there, it was crazy. Yeah. Uh, when I would go to the Cubs games at Ho-Ho Cam Park um, for spring training, right. they were selling the Chicago Tribune in in the stadium. Like wow. Selling the paper in between fifth inning and the sixth inning, and it would sell out. Everybody would buy it. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. And in Fort Myers, yeah, you can buy the Boston Globe every morning in Fort Myers, Florida. It's printed there. I mean, they sell it there. Kids, this is, again, this is the newspaper portion. (laughs) There's actually words printed on a piece of paper that you paid 50 cents for a dollar. And you read the stories holding the paper. And then when you were done, you threw it away. (laughs) Or recycled it. Yeah. That's what that's what we're referring to when we say newspapers. Right. That's that's what we're referring to. Amazingly enough. Uh, your tweet got some love last night. Oh my. One, because um the copywriter needs to go back to college because temporary is not spelled tempori. 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 Tempori F1 tax structure. 
Tempore, this is on our local news here in Vegas, which is already, we're getting knocked for our students in our schools. This does not help when we have Tempore F1. Tempore. Like, it's not like tempura. This is not going to I Japanese love tempura. food. You tempura, like tempura? I can't have it. It's gluten. Oh. But yes, uh, oh, it is good great. when I, tempura Madeline shrimp. gets it all the time. She Every loves time. tempura shrimp. It's her, one time. of her faves. Yeah. F1, now, as egregious as the spelling error is, mm. the idea that we're going to add $37 and $41 to the tax surcharges just for getting in the damn thing. Yeah. Just for taking the cabs. Come on. I went looking last night trying to find if Uber and Lyft are going to have a surcharge as well. And I can't find it as of yet, but they should not because they they will get everyone's business if they do not add surge pricing. I'm guessing they're going to because that's leaving money on the table. And this is a, you know, it's, it's, it's a, uh, an economy that's very much about if they're doing it, we're going to do it to get money, but they're man alive. What, a, what, like, what, like, what are we doing? Are we, are we just trying to make this as unpopular as possible? No, I think they know they're only coming this one time. They don't care. They're not coming back. I don't think, but again, what do I know? I'm not right. an F1 guy. Not nope. now, not ever. I listen. This is the answer everyone gives me. They only care about the international tourists. They don't care about anything else. You buy that? They're holding strong to it. That is the, that is the company line for everybody that's making a case. So where, why are room rates crashing? Why are airline rates crashing? Like what, what's the explanation? Because if all these international people are coming in here, okay. Where are they? And, wh- and why aren't we seeing a huge number of people coming in and taking up all the hotel rooms? Maybe it's supply and demand. Maybe they'll only come that week. You can get hotel rooms and airfare into Vegas, in Vegas. In, in, at affordable rates. Right now. Yeah. Wasn't that six months ago? No. But well, right they now it is. It to be. They created a demand. Again, you always have to, like, just be aware. That's why we love the boots on the ground reports we get from people in the brigade. Right. You guys keep us aware of what's going on, et cetera, et cetera. We're telling you there's rooms available. If you want to come, you could probably come and, and stay at least affordably. But these things is such a bad look. And that's why I tweeted it in addition to saying temporary. Because I I I froze it on the TV. And I was like, yes, look at this. She's like, that's ridiculous. I'm like, read it again. She goes, you know, temporary F1 fees. I'm like, no, read it again. Tim she goes, oh my God, they spelled it wrong. I'm like, I gotta do it. I gotta tweet it. Oh because yeah. It was just one of those things. So if you're curious about the numbers, our friend Mark Meltzer, who was gonna come on the show today to come when he couldn't come on, maybe we'll grab him tomorrow or later in the week. Yeah. Las Vegas visitation was down a half a percent in September compared to last year. Hotel room occupancy was down 0.6% on the Vegas strip, but room prices were up 7.7%. So less people coming. Say that again. There was overall Las Vegas visitation was down a half a percent year over year. Okay. Number of people down. Hotel occupancy was down 0.6% on the strip year over year. Very small. Okay. It's still down, but room prices were up 7.7%. Huh. That's for sure. Yep. 
Never, never, never the other way. Always and, up, never down. And the gambling thing, the gambling report came out for September. Nevada down everywhere except the strip. Yep. Significantly down in downtown. Woo. Down, downtown, way down. Right. So what's that tell you? People are coming but sticking at the strip and they're not coming anywhere else. They don't want to deal with downtown or deal with anything. You can't get anywhere. <laughs> you can't get downtown. The traffic is ridiculous. Yeah, can't get. And downtown. I mean, we make light of it, like you know, you guys are watching the show. We try to tell you, oh, traffic sucks. It sucks, boy. It's not like your typical traffic because it's not like no. Houston, L.A., New York, Chicago ta- traffic. It's you just know where there's traffic. There's right. bottlenecks and there's this is no traffic, and then all of a sudden you can't move for hours. I hate that feeling. It's the worst. You're trapped. I hate that feeling like when I'm on Spring Mountain and I'm just I'm 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 a mile away from getting on a freeway and I can't move. Yep. And I'm standing there looking and I'm looking and I'm looking and I'm like, what is going on? Why are we not moving? And then you inch up and then you wait and you wait and you wait. I I don't I I can't stand if I get that like uptight anxiety. Feeling. Yeah. You're I, frustrated, I mad, road rage. Frustrated. I hate it. All those things pop. Yeah. And I don't know that this is this depends on who you talk to. Some people are saying this is not coming back. Other people are saying it is coming back. I don't know. After I, they show it on TV and all that stuff, I bet it comes back at least the second year, but is it going 10? No way. Yeah, I can't, I can't see it on a 10 year. I can't. I just can't. Maybe. I mean, maybe I'm dead wrong. Maybe everyone will be like, this is so cool. Oh my God. You keep die. Uh, okay. Whatever. All I know is that SEMA is going on right now. Right. Which is a absolute monster automotive show here in Las Vegas. What does it actually stand for? S E M A. Does anybody in the chat know? I, hold on. I know. I do know. I really don't. I can't remember. Oh. And then when you say it, I was like, oh yeah, that's right. Um, first one in the chat, SEMA. It's manufacturers. Hold on. It's the, um, I don't know. It's huge. Oh, it's gigantic, but people are pissed off because they can't get down there. It's hard to get to, depending on where you're staying. It's hard to get to it. Thank God the monorail goes to the convention center. Oh, so you've got that. Wow. So they're having SEMA fest this year. I didn't know that. Huh? SEMA fest. Imagine Dragons and Incubus, Wiz Khalifa, Third Eye Blind, Bush, Ludacris. What the? Wow. Luda? Wow. How about that? Love Luda. That's a pretty good lineup right there. The third and the fourth Motorsports, Music, and Car Culture Festival on the Las Vegas Festival Grounds. I don't know what it stands for. It's still specialty market, CBW said. Specialty equipment market. There we go. Yes. Yeah. Aftermarket. It's all aftermarket. So it's a big deal because Jeep and all of Stellantis, which owns Jeep, they're the biggest car company for aftermarket. Nobody Mm. buys a Jeep stock. They buy it and they play around with it. They add stuff. They lift, they lift it, bigger tires, do all that stuff, lights and all the different things. And they're not here. So this is a very different field to SEMA for that very reason. Yeah, the sports cars are all still here. And yeah, all the, you know, different electric cars and all the other stuff that's going to be here are here. But like the aftermarket stuff, Mopar's biggest customer, the biggest aftermarket add-on company, Mopar, 
their biggest client is not here for SEMA this year for Ooh. a variety of reasons. But it's a pretty, it's a significant thing. That's a different, that's looking different. I'm not going to it this year for that reason. Normally I go to it every year. But they're like, no one's, nobody I know who I work with at Stellantis, who is who I work with, they are not coming to Vegas this year. So it's pretty wild. Happy Halloween, everybody, on Sports Grid and on SiriusXM. Thank you guys for being here. We appreciate you hanging out. Hit the like button, subscribe button, watch the show on replay. And you can go into our YouTube channel at Boston versus the book to see the live chat. If you've never done it, we highly recommend that you go and do it. If you are live, stick around. You guys are getting bonus time. Uh, okay, one topic before we get to better to book yep. it. So our friends at Sports Handle, uh, they wrote an article today asking a lot of the similar Al questions. Truda wrote a very good article. You guys should definitely go read this. This was good. About Shane Pinto. The NFL falls far short on transparency with the Pinto suspension. Full disclosure of transgressions, only way to maintain trust for fans and the betting public because we do not know what he did still, Dave. <laughs> we don't know where, what why is Shane Pinto being suspended? Because it's very murky and it's very confusing. And the league is hoping that it just goes away. Is it? They are. Yes. They're hoping because nobody in the mainstream media, ESPN's not writing stories. No one's covering this at the moment. It's just, okay. He's a relatively unknown player getting popped for 41 games for violating the gambling policy. The guy that was going to have a big role with the with the Senators. Yeah, in Canada. No. It's Canada. I understand. <laughs> but you're setting precedent. U.S. Agreed. U.S. market, U.S. people, this is not of their concern. This is not something that mainstream U.S. media members are covering anymore. They've moved on. They have to say what he did. 100%. They have to say what he did. The transparency, the lack of transparency is the why he got suspended after saying he didn't bet on games. Now, what do you do then? Because <laughs> it's gambling policy violation is you bet on games you weren't supposed to. Yep. Okay. Or in the NFL, you bet on stuff at the facility. You're not supposed mm -hmm. to. Mm -hmm. Here, it's like you got 41 games and we're going to make this, you know, you have a confidentiality agreement. So do we. Nobody's saying nothing about this. Now, somebody knows. Oh, yeah. He knows. He was told his lawyers well, to be told what he did. I mean, he, he knows what he did. The league knows, but everyone else in the league doesn't know, although they probably, there's people that do. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know. I mean, it's probably a bigger media story than it is a, a regular person story. I'm curious because it's what so, again, it's, it's so intertwined. It's so embedded in the, the whole culture of everything. I can't watch the games live and not feel like it's too intrusive. And every single time I watch a game and I see those make the moment mean more or something. I, I think you're you're just hypersensitive to it. It's nonstop. It is, but I don't think the general population cares all that much. I don't think anybody watches commercials anymore either. That too. I, 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 I don't, don't think, I don't think people I, I think people are more annoyed and or I don't know what the word is, uh, ambivalent to the pregame five-leg parlay from Charles oh. Barkley. I, th I think those are the things that people are starting to oh. go like, I don't need everyone doing a pick, okay? I don't need every single play, every single person on your board. Like that I think people are starting to get annoyed with but because they're playing them and losing. And so they're like, why are you putting this up? Charles keeps on losing. 
So and you can't fade parlays. So like, you know, you just, so it's not as someone like Charles takes the Diamondbacks tonight. Okay. Bet the Rangers. You can't do that. Like it's five leg parlay. So it makes it much more difficult to go and bet the other side, which is what the book's like. So, you know, that's AOWN just came in and said, allegedly a bet was placed from his account in a legal state. Yes. While we know he was that. in Ottawa. We know that. Yes. And the book knew about it and told the NHL that came from, he said, spit and chicken. Yeah, but he's getting 41 games for that. Can't do that. That's a 41 game suspension. It's a $350,000 suspension for having somebody place a bet legally. Legally. It's not illegal. This is that that is not punishment fixed to crime, in my opinion. That is you not use your account unless it's you. Why not? Why can't someone else use your account? I don't understand this. Why not? Tell us the point of this. This is, this is dumb. If I'm using your Netflix account, and if, if if my girlfriend, if your boyfriend, your husband uses your Netflix account, who gives a fuck? Are you kidding me? This is dumb. 41 games. It's legal. He did a legal bet in a legal state with a legal account. He happened to be in Ottawa and somebody used it because he wasn't there. So he called and said, hey, buddy, here's my account information. Log in, place a bet for me. Was it on the NHL? No. Then what the fuck are we doing? This is stupid. Ask you, Seal Puig, about it. He made hundreds of bets. With this an illegal why offshore You can't fraud. make any bets if it starts your Wait, account. wait, 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 wait. Yeah, Seal Puig got involved with a gambling ring in California, an uh-huh. offshore illegal gambling ring. Uh huh. This is not the same. He handed over an account to somebody who told him he could make bets and make money. He'll do it for him. Offshore. In an illegal st- the same thing. No, one's a legal state it's with a legal book. It's the same thing. It's uh, another to me, it's person. To me, it's, to me, it's I've different. handed my account to you, and you're making bets on my behalf. Correct, it's but okay we don't know who. It's an illegal state. Tell us who gets. What if I me? get involved with a criminal? Well, that's a different story. State. It's still what? involved with a criminal. It's wrong, okay, but it's not nearly as wrong. I, I would want to know who that person it's is, wrong. but that person making a bet, it, it did happen once, happened a hundred times, two hundred times. I need all the I need I, all that I information. Can guarantee it wasn't a hundred dollar bet on something. And I guarantee Do we it know? Once. I mean the Iowa kids got busted with an average bet of a hundred dollars. But they had three hundred bets. Okay. And you told me that was for underage. Correct. It was. It was someone else's account. Correct. It was underage. It was not because of what they had okay. doing. Right. It was their mom's account. They were underage betting. That was the reason why they got hammered. Okay. It was underage betting. It was not illegal betting. It was underage betting. This it's thing not illegal. about a lot of people in the business are, hey, can you get us accounts? Can you get us accounts? Yes. Yeah. You shouldn't be getting people accounts. Okay. I, fine. You shouldn't do it. But the legality around it is murky and it's make an example to say to him, you can't do it. And word gets around. Don't give anybody your account information. You can bet. Don't bet on hockey. And it better be you pushing the buttons. Have a good day. Nope. Punishment does not fit the crime. $350,000. He lost half his salary. Think you'll bet again? Probably not, but it's... Think you'll give anyone his account and password again? Again, this is going 70 and a 55 and getting 10 years in jail. Like, th- th- this is just way over the top. He could be... He made a mistake. He did something wrong. He should be penalized for it. Half a year? Nah. 
I, uh, uh, I, I need to know a lot more because if you're right, okay, let's play it out for you. He handed off his account to someone who's a known criminal, a professional gambler who, who knows it could be anybody. It doesn't even have to be. What if it was his sister? I want to know who it is. I want to know who he called. I want to know who the person that made the bet. This is why we have to know the full picture. The full breadth of this story is on out. I don't know. It's a different story then to me. I mean, but I don't What's know that. different story? I want to know who is the one because it was it one what time or was it a hundred times? Jack? What if it's Rufus? Well, it was one time. If it's one time and I'm fine with it on one time. To be honest, if it's a one time thing, I'm fine with it. It's It's a penalty. It's a fine. It's 10 games. He should be penalized for it. I'm not saying the guy shouldn't be penalized or, you know, made an example of in some form or fashion, but the details matter to me about what actually happened. And we don't have the details as to well, what this guy actually did. Definitely matter, but you have to see why. Listen, I, I, I've said it for a long time too. Like if you give someone access to your account and password on your behalf, it's like signing a power of attorney. You can make bets. Yeah, I'm going to, I'll, I'm not there. I'll text you. You can't do it. It's not legal. So I, again, we can say, is it, it's hold on, is, it, is it, is it, in, is that in law? Proxy betting is illegal. You can't do it in every state. In a lot of states. I would love to find that. I would love to find that answer out. Like we know that Massachusetts is a pretty big one. I would love to see, is it on the record? Is it on the law that if I have a DraftKings account and I give my information to my brother to go log into my account and make a bet that I'm, that he's violating a law. He's breaking the law. They can shut your account out and deny That's fine. They, they can shut my account out for any damn reason they want. That's obvious. Right. <laughs> they can kick me out whenever the hell they want. That's right. clear. But are the police able to arrest my brother if he were to do that? That's a very big interest. I would like to know the answer to that question for a variety of reasons. Get, we have to get a gaming attorney. <laughs> I, I want to know the answer to that because that seems to me, again, where a family member is logging into your account to go ahead. It's like giving my, my, you know, no, if I give my login information to my brother for my bank account, he goes and takes every dollar out of my bank account. That's on me. I gave him the information. I gave him the contact. He didn't do anything wrong. He's not illegal. I'm at fault. He has full access to the account. Okay. So what if he law. gets the information as your brother and does it and cleans it out and you didn't know that's illegal. That's threat. That's, that's fraud. That's theft. Well, he could say you gave it to him. No, if I, if I he he has ta a text message saying here's the, the password. My brother gave it to me. Here's the text evidence that I got All it right. from him. Like this is well, when he gave it to I me. Right? I have a phone record. I've got you know I didn't steal it. You you could fight back on it and get into this, this argument. Trust me, I've had experience in this. <laughs> so like, <laughs> like I've gone through this. So <laughs> I'm just saying. I know. <laughs> we'll stop before I get into trouble. <laughs> Zip it. Book of time. Better numbers than we're on the board right now, but I got them last night. Under 214 and a half. Knicks tonight. I like it. This bet is it. The, this is the bet that I I've made in the past. Cavaliers at home against an Eastern Conference opponent last year to an under bet was pretty profitable. So I'm going to jump back in with that. Under 227, Suns and the San Antonio Spurs. I bet that. 
I mean, book that, book that. that. San Antonio only scored 83 points last time out. You would need the Suns to score 125 plus. I don't think they will on Popovich's defense. So we're going under 227 there. Under six goals, Vancouver and Nashville, Demko versus Soros. I think you sold me on this one. Demko has been very good. Soros has been very good. Oh, my gut says book it. I'm going to book it. I'll say over. Let me guarantee that both these guys are in. Oh, it's Lankinen. Ah! Demko against Lankinen. Over. I mean, you could win it. It doesn't matter. I could win it, but it's not the same handicap. Doesn't feel the same, though. Nope. That's really frustrating. This is what happens. Uh, At least I said it on the juice last night. I said, if it's not these two, get out of this bet if it's not these two. And now I, I may... I may follow suit in getting out of this bet. Um, let me see. For Nashville, how is Lincoln in his stats this year? Um, they haven't played, have they? What? They haven't played each other. No, no, no. How 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 has Lankanen been in that? Oh, what's he played? His first start of the year. It's his first say, game of the yeah, year. Yeah. He hasn't played yet. Right. Oh well, no, he played. He played uh, one game, once. Right? One game against Edmonton, six one loss, but he only gave up two goals. Looks like oh, he came in in relief. He came in. He came in. Yeah. He came in for Soros. They yanked Soros, and he came in. Okay, so he's only played, uh, yeah, forty minutes. Right. So he came in the second period, gave up two goals after four goals being given up for Soros in the first period. They got lit up. So all right, I don't hate it. I'll stay. I'll ride with it. I, I don't okay. love it as, as much, but I'll stay with it just because we don't have enough information on Lankanen as to how he's going to play. And then finally, money line Arizona tonight, tying up the series. It's a hard one. I think bet it. Selfishly, I want to see more baseball. I think if Arizona loses, it might be a wrap. We might. Be, I would agree. We don't even have to go back to Texas. That'd be such a bummer. Yeah, I would agree. Game five. I think yeah. if, they, if if the Rangers win tonight, we're we're ending it in five. Quick work if that happens, I'd be surprised. Yeah, I thought the I thought the series was going six. I still do. Arizona wins tonight. We're going six. So, Arizona. Um, let's go. D backs. Super chat questions to be answered. Uh, okay, Adam, the hat bet. He went ahead. Thank you very I much. We already one. got to that one. Um, Daniel G came in. Every Lions game, Cleet Blakeman uh, gets goes this way. Absolute ref show. Uh, they picked up two flags within five minutes of the game starting. Bullshit calls both ways. I don't think you're wrong, oh. Daniel. Uh, and Chris Covey said, busy week. Glad I could join in today. Jimmy G was horrible and the world family knows it. Levi's. Uh, Levis is going to get good, a good taste of pain on Thursday. Dave waiting for the world series to end to go on vacation. Go snakes. Right. <laughs> he's right. I don't know about Thursday. I don't know. He's playing quarterback for the Steelers. I don't know about the pain pain. Maybe watching that game and going, having to go under. That's a, uh, that's going to be a slobber knocker boring. I don't know what, I don't even know what the word to call it. What, Thursday. How many points do the Steelers score? That's the question I have. 20? 17? <laughs> with Mitch or with 
Kenny, who's playing quarterback. I don't know. I haven't even said yet. I don't right. know. They, they don't know yet. He's in, Kenny wants to play. Pickett's going to try to play. Flak jacket and a lot of drugs. <laughs> Shoot him up. Oh, what's the weather going to be like in Pittsburgh on Thursday? Let's check. Cold, that. probably, right? Pittsburgh right now it's 44 Thursday. Ooh. High of 48, low of 28. Yes. Snow flurry time. Football weather. No snow expected. Yeah. Ugh. Just cold breath time. Yes. See your breath in November. Favorite thing about today is what? Halloween. It's Halloween. I don't know how many more I got left with the kids wanting to do it and be a part oh, of it. Oh, come on. Kendall's, you got a bunch of years left with Kendall. I don't know. She's not, she's what? not as she's into nine. the other ones. I know, but the she's other trying. ones, it was like, you know, we were so into it, this and that. Kendall's that cool kid. Like she don't, she don't show much emotion and get too excited about stuff. So I don't know, but I'm excited. We got a fun, uh, we got a fun uh, costume planned as a group. I'm going to tweet it out later. Um, I don't know what my role is. Again, I'm going to find out as soon as we finish the show here. I'm going to go downstairs and learn as I will be either outside monitoring. I will be inside handy candy out. I will be walking around. I don't know if they've got stuff planned. I believe the girls are inviting friends over. Oh, I don't know. So Uh. I don't know what your plans are. If you want to come walk around with the kids. Uh, yeah, I am. I am uh, handing out Madeline. She goes out for like an hour then gets cold and bored. Right. And then, and then comes back and hands out candy with me. Yeah. <laughs> so that's how, that's how my, my evening, my evening will go. I never, it, it's such a weird thing. Like I love I, my favorite thing I would say too. I love Halloween in terms of that, that I, I yeah. like, I like the, festivities of it all with the kids, how excited they are to get candy knocking on the doors and whatnot. But like my street is very inconsistent. Like a couple of years ago, I got overrun. I was out, I was out of candy, like in an hour and a half other years. I've had like five kids knock on my door. Right. It just depends, it just depends upon where, cause I'm in this like strange cul-de-sac area. Like you have to come into. So you have to like come into my neighborhood it's not gated or anything, but like you have to like physically come in and not some of the kids don't like to do that because not every house on my street gives out candy. Right. It's inconsistent. So like I do, but I would say like my, us, my four neighbors, the four houses right in my area, they all do. So we all right. talk about it. We all give it up. But then like right. the further down the street you go, the yeah. less likely you are going to see people giving out candy. So like, I don't know if like the kids report back as to like who is getting what and what, you know, who is, open for business and whatnot. Yeah. So uh, that, that anxiety of like, who's coming and do I have enough candy? Yes or no. Like, I always feel bad about the fact, like if you run out of candy, like, what do you do? Like hand out, like, you know, like granola bars, like, <laughs> like what the hell do you do? So um, I have a 10 pound bag of candy. Oh, you should be fine. So that's what I have. I, I would so, think you're fine. So Can I read fine. crunchy beavers? Um, sure. Crunchy left another super chat. Yeah, yeah, of course. Thank you again, Crunchy. You're basically keeping the show alive along with everyone else that's doing the Super Chats. We really appreciate you. Um, I don't bet on Halloween since 2001. Interesting. World Series Game 4. Schilling was dealing. Brenly pulled him. Kim, the closer, got lit up. He lost 5K never again. 
I remember that game. We were out at a bar on, I believe it was Scottsdale and Bell or Tatum and Bell. I can't remember which one it was down there in Arizona. They were in a way, they were away at Yankee Stadium. Uh-huh. Kim, uh, Byung Hung Kim. Oh, Multiple end of game situations, worse than Craig Kimbrell. Bradley kept trucking him out there. Uh, Tito Martinez, I believe that was the Tito Martinez late homer, the Jeter game winner. Um, they started calling him Mr. November after that because it was the first time that, right? It was in November because of the delay from 9 11. So you're bringing that up, Crunch. Is I remember that exact game. Take a break today. Don't good good move. Don't do nothing. Although you could be like P. Ralt and look at this Mac games. <laughs> talking about the Mac games. I told you I'm not betting it. I'm just watching it. I'm not. I'm. I'm I. I I'm didn't bet this anything. You'll be with the kid with the Halloween. Oh no! Couple. I'll have multiple TVs on. I'll have. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So what I do is I put. I, I have TV downstairs, TV upstairs. I have a split level house, so. I leave the candy by the door. I watch the games and I have music going on. Down, I have spooky Halloween music going on. Downstairs. Oh, so okay. like you, you open the door. It's I have the nightmare for Christmas vinyl vinyl record. So that's going okay throughout the entire night. And I get the games on mute and I, I watch the games and then the kids show up and then it's, I don't know. It's like from six 30 to eight 30. I think is right. what trick or treating is. So two hours there and then I'm good. <laughs> I want to shout out the guys too. Again, I forgot the favorite thing about today is the meetups. There's meetups going on in places with brigade guys. Right. Auto met Lou Raymaker. They hung out the football game and Steeler game. That was awesome. Uh, Covey just put in the chat. He's in Florida. If anybody wants to get together, reach wow. out to Covey. Nice. Brigade meetup in Florida. He's wherever he's at. Cool. And I want to shout out Roger Long, whose wife passed away today. Oh. It was her birthday. Five years ago, she passed away. So oh, okay. every Halloween, he, he, you know, remembers and he was in a chat before the show. You know, we all wish him well in getting over that five years gone. He's going to see his grandkids. Halloween is for young and old, big kids and all. So, yep. Right about that, Raj. Have a great rest of the night, boys. Amen to that. That's great. Yeah. Enjoy it. Be safe. Uh, and just, this is just a normal PSA type of thing, but slow down tonight. There's kids everywhere. Everywhere. Just everywhere. And wearing black and wearing dark colors and really excited and not thinking and not paying attention to what they should be paying attention to. So yeah. just be calm. If you're driving, if you don't have to drive, don't. Just be safe. We want to see all you guys back here tomorrow. Regular for, time. Regular time tomorrow for a Wednesday. Dave, Matt, like, subscribe, leave a review, all the fun stuff for us. We appreciate each and every one of you back tomorrow for a Wednesday's BBB. D-Bucks!